0: It's the Favorites Podcast presented by FanDuel. Football season is here and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. I love betting at FanDuel because they've got an app that's safe and easy to use. Plus they have all the markets I'm looking to bet, like spreads, live betting, player props, Same game, parlays and more. So use promo code favorites and download the FanDuel app today to make every moment more this football season. You must be 21 and over in select states. Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa. Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Virginia, 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text Hope NY in New York, Tennessee Red Line is 1-800-889-9789, 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming, or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. Welcome to The Favorites, the podcast from the Volume Podcast Network. I am Chad Millman chief content officer of the Action Network. I am joined as I am every single show by my BFF, my companion, my compadre, my co-host, Simon Hunter, professional better. Listen, I'm not going to lie to you. Before we started recording today, I was a little nervous. It's just a different show. It's It's a different show when you are talking about the actual week one games to bet on. The stakes are higher. They just are.
1: Our show's getting bigger, Chad. I mean, it's good to be back. I mean, it's what the the true first day of school, I guess you could say. It's like, we're all here, ready to go. It's raining the next two days in the Northeast. It kind of starts feeling like fall a little bit. Should we do some housekeeping, some bona fides, just because how many new listeners are we going to have week one? Everyone's back. Like, we got our true loyal fans who are the smart ones? They, they got all the good numbers that we gave out all summer. Yeah. Now the new guys are showing up. The guys who, you know, they don't love us. They just love our picks because they love winning money. They're back. Also, we probably should tell everyone our new show dates, right, Chad? No more Tuesday, Thursdays. A lot of people saying we're ruining their routine. It's part of the business, people. Adjust Wednesdays, Fridays. That's not that bad.
0: Listen, the show will come out around 11 p.m. on Tuesday night and 11 p.m. on Thursday night. A lot of, behind the scenes machinations that will bore people about why that has to happen. But look, that's part of the deal. We're gonna roll with it. I was thinking to myself, it feels like the first day of school when I was doing my 10 minute Peloton full body stretch this morning.
1: You too old, you're just an old man.
0: As far as bona fides, listen, for those who don't know, I'll start with myself. I am the chief content officer of the Action Network. The Action Network covers everything you need in sports betting, in our app, on our website, on our social handles. We are producing hundreds of pieces of content a week focused on sports betting, the sports betting experience. Download the app, track your picks. We've tracked north of 255 million picks in our app. It is a vital tool for anybody who is fresh to the gambling experience. I'm kind of a legend in the sports betting media space. I don't know how much I need to go into my background Let's just say I invented it, and I've also written seven books. Simon, go ahead. <laughs> Chad Millman is proud of himself.
1: This will be my 10th season, being an actual professional better working for a betting syndicate. I joined Chad. This will be our fourth season. Again, I didn't want to be on this show, honestly. I, when I reached out to Chad, I simply said to him, can I just send you picks and you can use them? Just You got to take more underdogs, and they're got to be smart underdogs. And Chad was like, talk to me on the phone. We talked. Next thing you know, I'm coming on this show 15 minutes uh, a week for the first year I came on last year when I met Mitchell to blur my face because again I didn't really want to be on the show but it's all worked out like this is year four for me and Chad the show has grown it's definitely getting it's definitely different Where like you know we got the target on our back and I definitely feel that for sure and it's like you know I don't take it lightly so this season there's gonna be highs and lows just understand I'm working my ass off and Chad is obviously always trying his best it's like we get it we want to win too the goal here is To make you take ugly dogs. I feel like that's what me and Chad are really becoming known for. It's been very profitable taking underdogs. So, yeah, if you're new to the show, it's going to feel weird what we do, but it'll make sense as the season goes along. As you'll see, there's just these spots and these moments of these underdogs that are just crazy undervalued. So uh, thanks for taking a chance on us, and hopefully you like some of these ugly picks we're literally about to give in the next two minutes.
0: Here's how the show breaks down. On Tuesdays, we go through the entire NFL slate. Simon and I will talk about our early leans. We will give away a foxhole bet. That is the bet where we are in it together. We feel like everyone is going to be against us, but I want to be in the foxhole with Simon. He wants to be in the foxhole with me. <laughs> Simon will give his Simon Says bet. That means bet it right away. I will give him my executive decision bet because I am an executive. Bet it right away. Uh, you can follow all of these picks. Follow the Favorites podcast handle. In the action network app producer matt mitchell will be loading these into the app every single week um and then on thursdays we narrow down the slate we talk about the games that we loved to try to come up with a five favorite that we will enter into a contest in which simon and i are going to win boatloads of money let's get to it brother no more dilly dally you talk about ugly dogs right thursday night football Kicking off the season, Super Bowl champs uh, against the consensus Super Bowl favorites. The Rams are two and a half point home underdogs. Higher percentage of bets, about 70% of the bets, and about 70% of the money coming in on the Buffalo Bills, Matt Mitchell's Bills Mafia. This is excruciating for him.
1: What do you think? Right off the bat, Simon says, bet the Rams. Get it right now plus two and a half. when Simon says do it we do what Simon says what Chad, a little fun things going on behind the scenes. Chad has his nerds hitting me up now for picks and they're really cool about it they said because they know I can't write like again, I dropped out of college your boy cannot write uh, they call me up and they'll say, can you give us one or two of your best bets and my favorite bet when I gave right away was the Rams plus two and a half Classic overvalued team in a Bills team that's the all hype team, the Super Bowl favorite. Everyone's talking about them. We're getting the defending Super Bowl champion on a discount. And in the rare position of, I don't think people understand what happened last year with this Bills team, right? Everyone just looks at what they did last year, looks at their record without thinking to themselves, how did they get to that record? And if you look at their division, they went five and one. That's great. Outside of their division, six and five. That's, that's what you have to look at and say, what happened outside of the division? Where'd they get their wins? Where'd they get their losses? This is their wins outside their division last year. They won against Washington. They won against Houston. Beat the Chiefs. That's when I got sucked in. Then they beat New Orleans, Carolina, and Atlanta. That, that was their outside the divisions wins. They went 1-3 and three against the AFC South last year, the Bills, outside their division. Their only win was against Houston. So they lost to the Jaguars, lost to the Colts, and lost to Tennessee. This is just a classic overvalued Bills team where, who can't deny, Josh Allen's probably the best quarterback in football right now. It's a team game. So we're getting the all-hype team in Bills. That a game should be a pick. It's two and a half. They're out of their division. They're playing out of conference against the defending Super Bowl champions, against McVeigh, who's 5-0, and at home. I mean, not even at home. Opening night, uh, their first game, he's 5-0, and his career. McVeigh's has never lost. The defending uh, Super Bowl champion at home in this position of being an underdog, They cover at a 60% clip. So again, there's just all these little trends pointing to it. And Chad knows we love home dogs. So it's like, to me, I was hoping to get to the three, hoping the public would keep betting up. The books are too smart. They just kept it at two and a half. Just take the two and a half for my Simon Says bet.
0: So listen, I love it. Um, While you were talking, literally in the first 30 seconds, I want to explain something. I went to the action app, clicked on the game. I pressed on the Rams plus two and a half. And then I use this new technology we have that we integrate with FanDuel, who is our sponsor. This is not sort of shameless. This is a cool new tech that we're doing with them. (laughs) I clicked on it in the app for action. It took me to FanDuel. I made the bet in about 15 seconds. It was miraculous. And then I went and tracked it in the Action Network app. So everybody should be getting an alert that I just made a pet on the Rams plus two and a half. This whole slate is full of home dogs and it's going to make us sick. And we're going to have to bet every single one of them. You can't, you can't not make these bets. You can't sort of randomly choose. You got to bet them all if you want to take advantage of the full opportunity, which brings me to the next game. Detroit. Lions plus four against the Philadelphia Eagles. The Lions have been getting a lot of love, right? You want to bet over six and a half on the Lions. You got to pay 125. That is a weird world. We are paying minus 125 to bet on the Lions over. We love their offensive line. Jared Goff is competent. We love their offensive weapons at skill positions outside of Goff. I am in love with Dan Campbell.
1: So this team, Detroit, we're going to kick you in the teeth. And when you punch us, we're going to smile at you. And when you knock us down, we're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off. All right. We're going to take your other kneecap. Before long, we're going to be the last one standing. A lot of hype on this
0: team, but they covered last year at an enormous rate for a team that lost as often as they did. His play calling is uncanny. Home dog, money line taste, but definitely Lions plus four. Executive decision.
1: (laughs) Already. A choice between the unthinkable and the impossible.
0: Now you have your orders. Execute them. Executive decision. Uh, We've been tagging this game since may like yeah. when did week one lines come out we've been saying lions 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 and this is what's interesting as much as we've been talking about it, and you and i we're so immersed in this stuff we keep thinking everyone loves the lions money wise the bets are on the lions but ticket wise the bets are on the eagles so huge discrepancy you've got a wise guy trend here
1: yeah it's a little bit of wise guy money movement right i mean a home dog eagles we already talked about their. I mean, we just talked about the Bills being the hype team. I mean, there is there a more hyped up team right now than the Eagles? The amount of movement their line has had this just last month—it's uh, been been heavy. And we talked about if you already missed the bets on the Eagles that we were giving out, we thought this is a nice time you just wait and let them maybe lose this game or lose the next game, go one on one to start the season or zero and two, and then you get good value on this Eagles team. Where I do think this Eagles team is crazy talented. The early weeks here, these teams are not formed. It's just chaos, and that's what me and Chad were kind of gonna get betting on—a lot of chaos early on here. And these are like Chad just talked about evenly matched teams, where I think they're both ascending in the right direction. No doubt, the Eagles have more talent across the board, but the strength of this Detroit team—we already talked about—it's it. their offensive line. So, yeah, Jared Goff, five and zero ATS career. Uh, got lucky last year, right? Some people got a little unlucky if they got the seven and a half, not the eight and a half because the number landed on eight. Again, gets the 49ers in week one. So, for me, I trust golf, trust this offense. And just the fact that this number is ballooned up, it should just be three. It, like, this is a field goal game. The Eagles are clearly the better team. But more than three points, that's, that's a bit rich. So, I, I like what Chad's saying, take the four if you can still get it. Most people have to take a three and a half. Still love the three and a half. So, I, I'm with you. I'd take that three and a half. Falcons, plus five
0: at home against the Saints. I don't get this Saints love that's happening right now. People are starting to feel like maybe they have a better roster than the Bucs. I read that this morning. I cannot invest in Jameis. We were an Atlanta Falcons podcast list year. The number has moved up from three and a half to five and a half. 85% of the money, 78% of the bets on the saints why wouldn't we auto bet the falcons
1: here i was about to say chad what are you doing just going through our favorite bets but then i realized i think every game we have favorite bets because we've just been talking about these games for three months uh atlanta it's just an overlooked team like the the number the number screams please anyone put money on me like the books need people come in atlanta but it was funny that as soon as it touched six they took a lot of money and moved it right back to five-and-a-half, which means they know the pros are just waiting on that six. Again, it's a key number. Five-and-a-half kind of five is kind of a dead number. So, to me, if you're like me and Chad and you like this Atlanta game, you don't need to wait for the six. I don't think it's going to come. I think you're fine taking the five-and-a-half if you just want to get the bet in and get it locked up. But simple strategy here of divisional matchup, rookie head coach on the road with Jameis Winston. Need I say more? It's like you can have all the Mariota slander you want, he has Drake London. He's got Cordell Patterson, the running back. He's got Kyle Pitts. They have all these different weapons on offense. And if you look at his grade inside the 20s, the man's are literally one of the best red zone players in the history of football. The guy, just because of the triple threat, right? The run pass option with him. So for me, I, I love getting a doubted Atlanta team here at home opening day against a rookie head coach. Uh, Chad, Chad gave this out forever ago about one of his favorite bets. I had no doubt this is probably going to be one of, one of the bets in our contest. Uh, might have to be one of our Foxhole bets, but I don't know if we can do three in a row of our game show bets because it's like Chad's railing them off here, but I do just love this game. I feel like this will be one of the less bet teams. Maybe the Jets will be, get the least amount of money, but I could see Atlanta week one getting the least amount of money.
0: Every game is a game that we seem to love because yeah. there are so many dogs. home dogs. That's the problem. And we can talk about this Jets game next.
1: Oh, no! We suck again!
0: Jets plus seven against the Ravens. This is the one that I know we should bet it, but I, I don't know who's playing for the Jets. I've got a lot of investment in the Ravens. I think if there's any game we could skip, it's this one, because of the uncertainty for the quarterback.
1: I'm heavily invested. I've been betting it for months. It was one like, again, one of the writers reached out to me, can you just throw two bets into the app so we can start tracking NFL bets? First two bets I did, Ravens minus five and a half, Houston plus eight. And it's just the exact same reason here with the with Ravens. It's like I thought this line was going to move, and it has. We just, we just knew people would eventually catch up to this Ravens team. And I still think they're being undervalued. I mean, we don't know right now. We're, me and Chad are doing this show on Tuesday. By Wednesday, we'll know if it's going to be Zach Wilson. If this is Zach Wilson, a guy who hasn't practiced for the last month, coming in cold against this Ravens team, With Lamar and this defense, I mean, across the board, this is going to be everyone's survivor pick. Everyone's going to be all in on it. So, yeah, that's the scary part of it. But I do bet chalk. Like, there are times I take a position where I think there's a bad number. Seven's good. Like, that is where it should be. I would take the seven. And I'd be concerned if it was Flacco just because of that, you know, that veteran game. We always see it all the time. These veteran quarterbacks have one good game, and then they suck for the next five this just stinks for like a Flacco moment against his former team, but I would not change my position. If you're already betting the Ravens and is Flacco, I would still let it ride just for me and Chad. I don't know if this would be one of our picks in the contest, but if it's Zach Wilson, Chad's going to fight me on it, but I'm going to be trying to get it in there. Cause it's like literally the kid has not practiced for a month until this week. You know, that's really hard to do. If you're Tom Brady, it's hard to do. If you're Zach Wilson, it's impossible.
0: You're going to be fighting to get the Ravens even at seven. Into the contest, if it's Zach Wilson.
1: If it was seven, I would. If it was seven and a half, I would not be, I would not try to put it down.
0: I think this Jets team might be one of the worst teams in football.
1: Yeah. I I told you, I'm, I bet them for a worse record. Again, it's just because the AFC is so brutally tough.
0: Yeah. The AFC is tough. And look, everyone overhyped them. This was a team I bet under five and a half at plus 135 because they won the offseason. They won the draft and everybody bet the over five and a half. And it made no sense, but everyone bought in because it's the fucking Jets and it's New York and half of everybody in the media is enamored with them as if it's like an ironic team to root for because they're so bad. I wouldn't mind taking the seven if it's, if it's uh, Zach Wilson. That'll be an interesting conversation we have on Sunday. The Bengals defending AFC champs against the Mitch Trubisky-led Pittsburgh Steelers. They're six and a half point favorites. This kind of feels right to me.
1: Yeah, to me, this is way too high. Just a, a lot of respect to Joe. What Joe did last year, without realizing what's what's the Bengals' makeup. They win ugly, close games. Now you could say they've changed and not the same team they were last year, but the AFC North, it's like, it just never ends. It's a, literally a never-ending circle of these teams just play each other tough, tight games, defensive battles, and we're getting the benefit of. No one wants to bet Pittsburgh, right? Where they chatted, we, last time we checked, I think they are 900 for this division. They're left for dead because no one's buying the Mitch Trubisky business. And we talk all the time. I look at that team, again, one of the worst offensive lines in football, no denying that. But at the skill positions, you can't find more talent on offense. They have a skill position at every position on, from wide receiver, tight end, to running back. Mitch, we've seen it. The guy can game, manage a game. So... I was hoping this was going to get the seven right. That's me being greedy, but happy to take the value at six and a half. I, I had this number at three and a half. It's no disrespect to Joe. I, I think this Cincinnati team, We I gave them out as a wild card team. I do think they're going to be good this year. This is a trap. Like, we're going to talk about a round robin we do on uh, Thursday. How do you not take the money line on this Pittsburgh team? A divisional game, the team that lost in the Super Bowl historically is terrible ATS uh it's it's just a bad spot for this Bengals team to be in, and the best part is they're at home, which to me that's that's good for us. We want this Pittsburgh team on the road because that's what you like with the defense that gets them fired up, being the bad boys in that stadium. So yeah, it's again, yeah, there's so many other dogs we love, but th- if this makes it into our contest, you never know. But to me, this is an auto play. You just play a divisional foe like this for a final five. It'll be hard. Like it'll be there's.
0: Hard. I mean, I already know we love the Lions and the Falcons at four and five and a half. Yeah. And we're four games into this, (laughs) right? (laughs) But you make some good points about Pittsburgh. Division foe, like, when do these games ever land in the final score at more than three? That tends to be the case. So six and a half, I think, is a little bit overinflation in the Bengals. Mike Tomlin, by the way. Rah-rah spot. What? A rah-rah Mike Tomlin spot. We win the game with this crew of
1: bodies right here today.
0: Uh, bring y'all the game today. Woo! We almost went through an entire game without mentioning Mike Tomlin in an underdog, on the road, Mike Tomlin spot.
1: Man, we make the simple complex in this business, don't we? Yeah. All of a we're- sudden,
0: if this isn't the first game that we put in our contest, I think we're crazy.
1: And we're going to hear from people saying the Bengals swept them last year and they dominated Pittsburgh in both matches. That is a fair argument. But again, it's a new year. It's like you have to adjust this year. And this is just a, even even if they dominated last year, this is just a bad spot for this Bengals team. Not so much. I think Pittsburgh's approved that much. It's just a lot more goes into it than simply on piece of paper what these teams do against each other.
0: We should note that last year we got off to a not great start and I think we were we were in our head. We weren't playing to our principles which as you've noted we like to play home dogs we like to play ugly dogs we like to play the value and so i think we just got to remind ourselves every single day every single show every single week like stick with our guns don't get caught up in the hype don't listen to the voices go with what we know
1: and it's them the bricks. Can you tell me how often a pro actually wins any of these contests? Never. It's just you need a lot of luck, but I'm with you. Like, if we, if, if those glory, those, those down days, like Chad's saying, I'm going to need Chad to smack me around a little bit and be like, no, stick, stick to what got, gets us to the that. What we need to do is like that dogs at home. That's kind of what we got to stick to because a lot of times we get scared because we were like losing on some of them. Just got to stick, stick with it.
0: Dolphins have moved up from two and a half point favorites at home against the Patriots to three and a half, 73% of the money, 68% of the bets. This is a pass for me at three and a half. I I could see how you'd say, all right, take the Patriots, take the hook at plus three and a half at two and a half. I kind of love the dolphins.
1: Yeah. The money has moved too much for me. Yeah. It sucks. I love the dolphins. Like this was a no brainer been betting it all summer to two and a half. Even bet it again at three because I was like, forget it. That's still a good number. Now you have to bet, you have to bet the Patriots at three and a half. It's like, how, how have we not? We've all seen the data. These rookie head coaches are just not good week one. I think, again, it's our guy Evan put out that article. Evan Abrams, three and 18 or three and 19 since 2018 and week one straight up. It's just, it's not good. So, scared of the only, only thing pausing me is honestly that the coaching, like Bill Belichick against a rookie head coach week one scary but Miami talent wise is so far above better than this Patriots team and everything Miami does well speed is the biggest weakness of this New England team like people are going to be blown away how fast this Miami team is it's like it's going to be very interesting to see how this New England team tries to defend it as they are bad on defense now like people don't realize that that's one of their bigger weaknesses now is their defense so again their front's good but their back end is not that good so Love Miami, but like Chad said, we're going to pass on this one.
0: This next game, Jacksonville Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence visiting the Washington Commanders. This game has dropped. The Jags opened as four-point dogs. They're now two and a half. Anyone who is new to the podcast should know. Simon and I have an irrational love for the Jaguars right now. My theory is that Doug Peterson was the genius on that Eagles team, and he's the one who coached Nick Foles to greatness, not Frank Reich, who's gotten a lot of the credit as the offensive coordinator on that Eagles team that won the Super Bowl. Doug Peterson with Trevor Lawrence, who could potentially be a generational talent, is primed for a massive leap, not dissimilar than what Joe Burrow did last year. Um, It happens. It happens all the time. I got Trevor Lawrence plus at 70 to one to lead the league in passing touchdowns. We both like the Jags as longish shots to win their division, the AFC South. Everything is on the Jags right now, bets and money. So do you still like it at two and a half?
1: No. And like, that's what sucks about doing the show this week one. It's like some of these numbers have just moved too much. Yes, we are all in on the Jaguars. They should lose this game. Like the Washington Commanders are... Pretty much the same exact team as the Jaguars are, for the most part, honestly. Like, you just look at it on paper. Again, I I love this shit on Carson Wentz because it's fun. He's not that terrible. And they have pretty pretty good weapons on this Washington team. So, yeah, at, at four points, this was a really, really good value and an easy pick. Even at three points, I probably would have taken the Jaguars. But I have this game at two and a half. Now a lot, the move is shifted to the commanders. I just won't bet it. Cause I'm already investing in the Jaguars, but yeah, I'm terrified. Like, it feels like we're about to have the Jaguars start. 1. chat. I'm going to feel like an idiot, but coming into this, I love this game because it was just, it's just two evenly matched teams where a number should have been three, two and a half. Cause again, there's no real home field advantage, right. For Washington, their fans, they hate them. Like they're literally calling themselves the commies. They just, they do not like this organization. So we talked about it. I don't know how many times I'm going to bet on Washington. Eventually the value is going to be there and we will have to take Washington they are probably my least favorite team to bet on this season until Deshaun Watson comes back for right now, Washington. I just, I hate betting on them. So I'm going to pass on this.
0: All right. We're going to have to pass on the Jags much as we love them. Yeah. Now we're going to have to spend a couple minutes talking about a team for people who don't know Simon and I are on a show called convince me every Sunday at 11 AM Eastern. You can catch it on Twitter, on the Action Network handle. You can catch it in the Action Network app. It's me, it's Simon, it's Chris Raybon. it's Sean Kerner, it's Darren Ravel. it's Samantha Praviti. We're all talking about the games. We did a preview show last week. I kind of love the Niners to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. Right now, they're 16 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. But I also love the Bears as a hometown Chicago fan. The Bears are plus 7 in this spot. If not for my anti-Bears bias as a fan, this would be an automatic play to me. And the way the percentages are shaping up, 71% of the bets on the Niners, 68% of the money on the Bears. So the wise guys see it that way too.
1: Yeah, I bet this game like a damn coward. It's one of the few games I bet like a coward. Uh, took, Took 49ers first half. Took Bears for the game. I just didn't really know what to do with it. It stinks. This line stinks. I don't get why I didn't stay at seven. Why is it not stuck going up and stayed up? Who is betting the Bears other than professionals? Like other than Bears fans, who who are betting? I just don't I don't get what people are seeing this. I guess because they had that one uh end of the game, end of the preseason fields through the three touchdowns, but it's like the talent level on these two teams, it's not comparable. Like it's it's literally night and day. Um The Bears did draft good though, Chad. Like you're, you should be excited about this regime right now because they are apparently making good draft picks. They had no good picks last year. I don't think they had a first round pick, right? And they end up getting two guys that are starting for you this year on defense, which again could be scary, but they've looked, they've played well uh, this preseason. So to me, I don't know what to really do with this Bears team because I want to fade them heavily. But taking a, uh, I guess you could say he's a second year quarterback in Trey Lance, taking him in his first start of the year on the road. I mean, that's, that's a lot to ask of him. So I do think first half is a smart bet with this 49ers team. They can come out. Kyle can scheme up the first 30 plays for him. It's once he goes off, off you know script and he's in the second half, that's when I'm a little worried about Trey Lance. So to me, if you're going to bet this game, you can bet it like I am. I'm just doing first half 49ers, and then I'll take the Bears for the full game just because I feel like this game is going to land on six. It just The way the books have been keeping it at that number, it's as if they know something. Like this game will be closer than people think.
0: But we do have to play the Bears at plus seven.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. We're, like we don't have to put it in our key contest, number.
0: but you can't you just can't ignore it.
1: Yeah. And again, it's this would be this would probably be my second or third smallest bet. Cause I, I just don't don't really like this Bears team. Like we've talked about it, but there's gonna be a bunch of times me and Ted are gonna have to bet the number. And we've just seen it time and time again, the Bears at home is usually when you have to take this team. Like, they're a bad team, but they're at home. That's when you want them.
0: Kickoff week one with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Join today to get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up with promo code favorites to get in on the action. Then you can turn game day into payday all season long with my $150 in free bets. I'd bet it all on the Detroit Lions plus four against the Eagles this weekend. Play your way and bet on more than just the final score. Wager on everything from touchdowns to total yards to catches. You can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. And now, FanDuel is live in Kansas. Don't fumble your chance to get $150 and free bets, win or lose, with promo code FAVORITES. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. You must be 21 or over in select states. First online real money wager only. first deposit required bonus issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expire 14 days after receipt restrictions apply gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash rg in colorado iowa michigan new jersey pennsylvania illinois virginia 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in arizona 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in connecticut 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York. Tennessee Red Line is 1-800-889-9789, 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. The Baker Bowl Panthers this number's come down, by the way. Well, it opened it four a while ago, but with Baker, it's been a, you know the two and a half range. Now it's minus two, playing Jacoby Brissett and the Cleveland Browns. Baker Mayfield, I'm going to fuck him up. Revenge, I'm a huge Panthers fan. I like the over six and a half. I think Baker's an interesting long shot for a variety of passing props. Why aren't I taking the Panthers minus two here as a short home favorite? In fact, for the record, you can check in the Action app. I did take him at two
1: and a half. <laughs> Another game where I kind of bet early, we all kind of bet Carolina early on because they were plus three, plus four, just because at the time Watson was going to play. And then as the months rolled on, the numbers started coming down. And then once they traded for Baker, flipped. And then once the Watson news came out, Chad said it shot up to four, three and a half. The pros bet it back down because it's like, this is not that I'm saying this is your season, Carolina, but you have to start off good. Like, this team needs to start hot with Baker. 1-0, and you need to start that way. So, I don't like the position I'm in with this Carolina team that I feel like they have the pressure on them that the Browns will be playing free. Everyone's awful. The expectations are very low. Jacoby Brissett is not a good quarterback. So, yeah, blind picking, I would take Carolina. But this is, again, another one of these very small bets for me. I just I just don't know what to really do with this game because I don't know what I'm getting from this Browns team. They On paper, they have more talent. This Carolina team, but we've seen with Baker, like Baker with talent around him, can to make things happen. Again, he took this Browns team just two years ago to the AFC Championship game. So, uh, I get why Chad's so hyped on this Carolina team. I'm excited just to wait and see before I start putting six figures or five figures into a Baker Mayfield uh, led Carolina Panthers.
0: When he's healthy and has talent, the ceiling for Baker Mayfield is consistently higher, considerably higher then he's being given credit for. That's really just the bottom line.
1: He just makes the dumbest fucking decisions. Chad's going to have a moment. Baker's going to throw a pick. and He's like, fuck Baker. I fucking hate this guy. I feel like there's so much pressure on Carolina in just week one. Them and Miami, I feel like are the two teams with the highest pressure. Like Miami needs to beat New England to start the year. Or, man, people are going to lose their minds down there in Miami.
0: You mentioned this off the top. The Texans number has moved. The Texans against the Colts have moved from eight and a half to seven. I bet the Texans at plus eight and a half on Sunday. It's now Tuesday. It's at seven. I'm looking at actionnetwork.com right now, and you can get all this information on the site and in the app. So when I quote percentage of bets, percentage of money, I'm getting it off of actions properties. The biggest delta between number of bets and percent of money is on the Texans. 52% of the bets are on the Texans. So the basically the public are betting on the Texans over the Colts. But 94% of the money, 94% of the money is generally, that's the wise guys. Biggest Delta. Second biggest Delta uh, or third biggest Delta is the Bears and the Niners. And we'll get to the second one in a little bit. We haven't gotten there yet. Even at seven, I'd play the Texans. They're better than we think. They perform better than we thought they would last year. We believe in Davis Mills as a quarterback. Frank Reich, his team's always underperformed. I'm of mind that Frank Reich probably isn't as good a coach as everyone believes him to be. His teams have generally underperformed, even though he's had eight quarterbacks. Like, that's your job, dude. You play the guys you got, and then you win. Give me the Texans here. I like him at seven. Probably the lowest I like him, but I like him at seven.
1: Yeah, and Frank Reich has never covered Week One, as I mean, it's a young coaching career. It's what year four for him, but again, these teams have historically come out slow. Last year, I think they're own four Colts start the year. So, we love all things about this Houston team. We are Chad kind of already touched on it. We just knew this was a bad number. We're lucky we both locked in at eight and a half. Uh, this was my second best bet I gave out. So I gave out the Rams um, on the action app, writing it, and then this is the other pick I gave out. Just the fact that said in the uh, the article, eight and a half is just too many points in a divisional game week one between these two teams that, again, the Colts, they beat them last year good. They beat their crap out of Houston. They beat them twice last year. I think both times were over 30 points. This Houston team is completely different. The things they've added, the update they've done on defense. Again, say what you want about Lovey Smith. I do think he is a smart defensive mind. I just like this Houston team. Me and Chad might be getting sucked in here. I might be drinking too much of the Kool-Aid but all the pros are with us. Like I've every pro I've talked to, they've loved this number and they were going to come in heavy on it this week. And they did. So the number dropped to seven, six and a half. Other pros came back on the other side, right? Get a middle position at that six and a half. They bet it back up to seven fan duel, uh, I believe that's seven and a half right now in Jersey. And that number keeps fluctuating. So to me, if you didn't get the eight and a half, you could wait, but it's a little risky because it could drop down to six and a half. And that cross another key number of seven. So you could get seven and a half at FanDuel right now. I would grab that just in case, but yeah, no brainer play. Divisional game at home, dog. I love it. The, my only pause right now is the fact that shoot, it's so much love for Houston. Like all, all every pro I've talked, I haven't talked to a single pro that's on the Colts, which is very rare. Because usually there's a couple of guys who like chalk. A Little scary. It, it feels like I'm and again. I'm heavily invested in this uh, this this Houston team just for Week One. But you can't not take that number. Like Chad said, it's such a big number for week one. The Raiders, very interesting team. I know how much you love
0: the Raiders. They're on the road at the Chargers. Las Vegas is a three and a half point underdog, getting a preponderance of the money against a Chargers team that everyone believes might be the most talented top to bottom roster in the NFL. And if there is anyone who is expected to win the division other than the chiefs, probably the best division in the AFC West with four fantastic quarterbacks. It is the Los Angeles chargers. This is probably a pass for me.
1: Yeah. I'll pass too. Cause this line stinks. Like to me, yeah. they're, they're begging me to take this Raiders team. They know I want to take that three and a half so bad, but I look at a team in Vegas that have a new head coach learning a new scheme. On the road, they'll probably have more fans, though, honestly, right? They'll probably have more fans than the Chargers in L.A. But I feel like this is a good spot to take this Chargers team. you got Herbert at home with a head coach that they're running the same system as they did last year, him and his O.C. So I, I wish I could bet it. I wish I had the confidence to take this Chargers team. There's just other games that I like better. So I will be betting the Chargers, but not, not going to be one of the five we, we land on.
0: The next game on the docket here – and I just want to say, we thought there'd be so many games that we want to bet. The truth is, I think there's right now three that we feel really good about, four that we're like, eh, maybe.
1: So it's not as cut and dry as we thought. Well, it is. I'm a- just, I'm trying to keep the show, you know, excitement go- as we go on here.
0: <laughs> All right. Vikings uh, plus one and a half against the Packers. I'm surprised. Um, this, this number's moved down It opened to two and a half. I'm surprised at the amount of money coming in on the Packers because to me, I don't like this game because I think we've lost value and I want to bet the best of the number, but the Vikings are the side here.
1: I know. And this is how I get in trouble. I break my own rules. Like I like Green Bay. I just there's too much being made about the Green Bay wide receivers. It's like as if people don't realize there's always guys living like people don't even know who Greg Jennings is unless they're a certain age. It's like that guy I left, Jordy Nelson stepped up. And then that, a guy named Jones stepped up and then Devontae Adams stepped up. There's just always a next guy up for green Bay a wide receiver. Like they find these guys and Rogers makes them great. So I saw the under get hit and I saw a Minnesota get hit. So that's professional bets and professional movement. So if you want to bet with green Bay with me, you just understand you're going against guys like Chad and other pros that are like, you're taking a home dog divisionally, you blindly bet it. I think this number should be three. I just, I think there's too much hype on this Vikings team, even professionals. They're like looking at this offense. Oh, their new OC, their new head coach. He's, he's the right-hand man to McVeigh. This guy's new scheme is going to really change this whole Vikings outlook. And it's still at the end of the day, it's still Kirk cousins. So I'm, I'm great with taking Rodgers. I'll be down four or up four in the fourth quarter. And somehow Kirk's going to help me win this bet. So Chad's going to be sweating Kirk. I'll be sweating Rodgers. And we'll see who's smiling come uh, Monday.
0: Well, I haven't bet it yet.
1: (laughs) Stay away. It's not fun. Kirk's not fun. Don't do it. We talk
0: about our principles all the time. And we've got a couple games here in the Ravens and in the Packers. It's so clearly we should be betting from a historical precedent point of view, the home dog. And yet the matchup is making you say, take the favorite.
1: And since 2018, divisional home dogs five and zero ATS week one. I'm going against that trend too, which again it's yeah. scary, but you are. I got to trust the numbers, brother. I got it at three. It's it's one and a half.
0: Oh, well, you're a professional. The Giants. Uh, this is the uh, second biggest differential between money and bets. Fifty-one percent of the bets on the Titans at minus five and a half. Forty-nine percent of the bets on the Giants ninety two percent of the money a lot of professionals liking the Giants here.
1: can't do it. I, I People are going to hate me because I hate on their teams, but I just I don't get the Giants hype. I don't get it either i, 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 I I'm excited, right?'m excited to see what they do this year. like this is it for Daniel Jones and like that's as a fan that must be nice for Giants fans. I know this is it. like either this kid's actually finally be good with a good head coach, or he's just not good and like that's it. but Man, everyone trying to hype up their offensive lines better. Everyone trying to say it's going to be a better year for Barkley. It's just like, I just don't know what's backing up these statements. Uh, Tennessee, to me, is still a very good team. Number probably should be six. I like that it stayed at five and a half. Uh, I definitely think it's interesting. Chad just said a lot of money's coming on them. The number really hasn't moved much, which means the books are kind of the same thing. They're kind of shrugging their shoulders, being like, we're happy to be needing the Tennessee against the Giants here. This is a position we don't mind taking, so – yeah, I, it's not one I've heavily bet, but I have I've had bet this Tennessee team. And again, if you're a big teaser guy, don't mind taking this one as a teaser, or you just do a money line parlay with them. Because uh, I could see it being closer than we believe, just because again, Tennessee lost AJ Brown. Like we don't really know where we're getting from the wide receiver position with them. We do know is we have a solid O line with Derrick Henry and a better quarterback and a better head coach, right? So I, I do think it's interesting that the the pros again people are going to see this week one. A lot of people are going to be betting what they are hoping to happen this season, which is totally irrelevant to week one. You just sh- simply should be playing this week alone. So, yeah, trying to be not biased because I am excited for this Giants team because, like, again, they they to me have no expectations. It's kind of a fun year for them where it's, they're either going to be really good or they're just going to be absolute crap again but would not be betting money on them. Give me give me six and a half, seven. I'm there on the Giants. But a five and a half, I think you got to take Tennessee. I'm going to uh, foreshadow something.
0: I think the Titans – This week, and we'll talk about this on Thursday, interesting survivor choice. If you think about this positions, other teams are in who you might want to pick in survivor. They're in trap spots and the Titans are a team you might want to get rid of early and they're not in a trap spot.
1: Right. That's that's a good one. But when are we going to play the Ravens again? We'd have to look at the schedule.
0: Well, we'll get to it on Thursday. Chiefs are six point favorites over the Cardinals in Arizona bets and money on the chiefs. I know you love the chiefs. I know. I know how much you love the chiefs, the backlash to the backlash against Patrick Mahomes is alive and well on the favorites podcast. This kind of feels Fox holy to me. Well, like
1: taking Arizona. Yeah. Oh God, Chad. I mean, Chad's right in saying he'd bet the number here, but I had made this number six. I think you're still getting good value on the chiefs. And it was funny when I put it in, uh, Basically, Chad has me do this thing with other guys that work at action. We put in like an NFL power rating thing. They plug into the app. Every all, Everyone else had three and a half, four, and I just came in with six. I was just like, no, nah, this, this number should be six. And it looked crazy because at the time I think the number was three. And then it went up to three and a half. And then all of a sudden this week it shot up to five and a half, six. So I think it's good where it is at. Like I like this Chiefs team. I like the fact that they have upgraded. The only reason with Chad that you should maybe think about taking Ari- Arizona here is no one likes them. They're kind of being hated on by everybody. No one's taking them in their division. No one's talking about them. Secretly, their greatest strength is running the ball. Like, they ran the ball a lot last year. Connor, their running back, I think he had 16 touchdowns rushing. That's a huge weapon. And we know this Chiefs team, that was their Achilles heel last year. You could pick up five a clip. So, that's the fear, right? If you're If you're taking a big road favorite that can't stop the run, that's a recipe for disaster. So, And Chad, Chad what Chad saying is true. You, you're like, you're always supposed to take Arizona here. To me, I just don't think there's value yet. If they hit seven, I, I will take a position on Arizona, no doubt. But still at six, I still think you're getting good value on this Chiefs team.
0: Well, listen, we got two other games that are foxholes. And one of them, there's no way we're taking. I'm putting the Cardinals down as a potential for our top five.
1: Uh, no, because, there's no chance, Cardinals. Because it's it a good up. spot. It's a good spot.
0: Buccaneers, two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road at Dallas. Sunday night, Tom Brady's back. The Cowboys are back. The Cowboys, they're home dogs. I mean, the Cowboys are the side.
1: Yeah, it sucks. Like, I, I hate betting a team like this that's just had so much negativity heading into the season. But lucky for us, Tampa's had the same exact thing. They just had a lot of drama in this camp. Dak, I just saw a crazy stat career completion percentage against tampa bay 80 percent. for some reason he plays incredibly well against them last year the all hype team of tampa they only beat them by two in week one we're exactly where we were last year right except we're at home with this team getting two and a half it's gross we got to do it this is the foxhole i mean there's just no doubt about it no one's gonna be betting this game sunday night taking dallas going to the foxhole
0: Let's climb down into the foxhole.
1: Like, it's us and it's us and Cowboy fans. Like, I mean, literally, they just signed a 40-year-old man to play left tackle for them and Jason Peters, a guy who was on his couch all summer. Another team gave him a call and Dallas did. So Dallas definitely is in a nice spot, but, you know, for week one, weird things are happening. We're getting a home dog that we, we can't really disagree that. This feels gross, right, Chad? Like this is probably the this to me feels like the most forced one going against Brady in Week One. But they just have had so much turmoil in Tampa. It's like it's hard to back them until they get into a groove in this season. I've been eyeing this game for weeks.
0: Every (laughs) single time I look at the board, and I see the two and a half. Yeah. It it feels like, of course, I got to take the Cowboys, and I have not. It's one of the games I have not pulled the trigger on. I just I haven't been able to do it.
1: If if you're really that scared, that's a good tease game, then. Like if you don't want to bet it straight, again, Stucky's our guy for teasers. I feel like he'll have this one in there. Cause again, eight and a half on a home dog. I I understand I'm not a huge tease guy, but I would definitely tease Dallas. That's a good number for a home team.
0: Listen to Stucky and Chris Raybon on the Action Network podcast. It's brilliant. Their Thursday episode, where they create their six-pack of best bets, is so good. You can also hear Stucky and Colin Wilson on the Big Bets on Campus pod, previewing the college games. All right. Russell Wilson is visiting his old team, the Seattle Seahawks. Who's playing quarterback for the Seahawks? Is it really Geno Smith? Did I dream that?
1: No, thank or is God. is that true? Yeah, thank God it's Geno Smith, not Drew Locke.
0: The most disgusting thing we can do here is take the Seahawks. It almost at six and a half right now. It almost feels negligent if we
1: don't. And it's going to probably be one of those sick things where if I lose on that Cowboys bet, I'm going to go probably even heavier on this game because I'll just be so mad where it's like, come on. Like, the, one of these dogs got to win big in prime time. Uh, Seahawks, gross. Like, this this is one of the grosser bets. This is the Jets. Like, if you're betting two teams this week that take the biggest amount of balls and the grossest bet you can make, it's probably this is the Jets. It's just disgusting. The Seahawks, whoo, on paper, bad defense. Offense, not terrible. Like, they got the weapons there. Penny in the backfield. They got Tyra Lockett. It's like, they got the weapons. Can Gino get it there? But to me, the biggest thing is it's, it's Russ' first start. That's got to be so weird. Like, again, the Matt Ryan thing's got to be weird, too. Matt Ryan, 14 years in Atlanta, first game for the Colts. It's going to be weird. Walking out with the guys in the locker room, all of it. Like, that's weird. How, how do we not feel like this is going to be the strangest thing ever for Russell Wilson? Going back to where all those memories, all those amazing things happened. Brady. What was that? What, he went by two points against New England when he went back last year against Mac Jones? Like, we've just seen even the strongest mental guy in the world, Tom Brady, he broke, and he talked about it. It affected him after the game. He said it was the weirdest thing ever, being on the other sideline, looking at the stands. That's kind of rare on Russ. Having people that loved him for 10 years, cursing him out, talking shit to him, is going to be weird. So, love this number all the way down to four and a half. It's, it's gross, people, but primetime island games. You're getting a dog. And against an all hype team in Denver, another team that's just been talked about all summer, take it. This number has just been ballooned up on the simple fact they have to protect against teasers and they know the public's gonna come back heavy on this game, especially. I mean, if the Bucks lose, whoo, this number could jump to seven again, which it was at and it came down once Gino's name. So I like it at six and a half. But if you don't want to wait, you want to wait a little bit, to see see if you can get to seven, I get it. Cause I do think it could get back up there.
0: I think it's fitting that we end a disgusting show convincing ourselves. That Seattle plus six and a half is not only a great play, but it may be one of our top five picks when we narrow it down on Thursday. It's going to be interesting. We got a couple conversations going on in here when on Thursday and we talk about sharp calls, which is you will get over the next 48 hours, a lot of phone calls from professional bettors who listen to the podcast. Not so either- much.
1: Not so much. Week one, but as the season goes along, it's going to be a lot more. But like, yeah, the only guys are going to call me are guys that have already talked shit to me about their picks.
0: They will call and they will either confirm what we're saying or trash what we're saying.
1: It's going to be no confirmations. It's only going to be negative week one.
0: Well, we live for the negative. It hypes us up, hit people in the fucking mouth, run it up their fucking throat. That's it. Listen, my bad. We got through. I was nervous about this. We got through the full slate. We had things to say about every game. Here we go, brother. This has been the favorites from the Volume Podcast Network. I'm Chad Millman. He's Simon Hunter for producer extraordinaire Matt Mitchell. Download the podcast from Spotify, from Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Download the Action Network app. Take advantage of all the tech that we're linked with our sponsor, FanDuel on. Quick Slip. Super easy. Super cool. Listen to the Action Network podcast, the Big Bets on Campus podcast. Rate, review, subscribe, leave us five stars, say whatever you want. Feedback is a gift. Until Thursday, love you.